Hello and welcome to the Battlefield. I'm your host, Austin Battles. Uh, this is a new sports talk show that I'm producing from a little small town out in Alabama. Uh, it's just something I enjoy doing, talking about sports, something I do at work, something I do with my kids, and I figured, why not just start a podcast? Uh, today's episode is my first episode, uh, so bear with me, but uh, I wanted to talk about the new MLB rules. I wanted to get on the MLB season because, I mean, it's right here. It's right around the corner. Um, so, first and foremost, the new pitch timer. I've seen so much going on with the pitch timer in the major leagues so far through spring training games this year. You got uh, 15 seconds uh, when the bases are empty, 20 seconds when when you have runners on base. Um, so, violations with those are going to be an automatic ball or a strike depending on the situation. We have the new shift restrictions this year where two infielders are always going to have to be on the, uh, each side of the bag, either at second base, on the left side or right side. The uh, infielders must have both feet on the dirt at pitch release, something I'm expecting to see a lot more hits in the game. Um, and also we'll have larger bases this year. That will be to, hit, to help protect players, uh, something they found successful in the minor leagues, have more room to run bases, not be stepped on, not have collisions at the bag. I think it's something awesome. That will be great for the game. Opening day this year is March 30th. It's going to be an exciting day because all 30 teams will be playing for the first time since 1968. It'll be a very exciting day. So if your favorite team is playing, make sure you know what time that is. You can tune in and be able to watch them. I wanted to talk a little bit about a little division comparison that I seen the MLB Facebook page post. Uh, they had a division breakdown, and they projected their, their league winners and their wins. And that's something I wanted to – I really like to do is break down that kind of analytics – see what kind of projections they have, and then that way I get my own spin and twist on them. So first with the AL East, they had the Yankees winning at 90, uh, 97 wins, followed by the Blue Jays at 89, the Rays at 87, Red Sox at 80, Orioles at 74. I could see this being a bigger shakeup. I believe the Orioles do not finish last. I believe the Red Sox will finish last year. Uh, the Orioles are a great young team, had a winning season last year. There's very exciting things on the horizon for them. They added some veterans to that lineup. Um the Yankees, I mean, they're bringing back some talent, but also is, is Judge going to have the same kind of year that he did last year? It's projected, but, I mean, it was, a, it was a crazy year for him, and it was great to see for the game, but I just don't see him hitting like he did uh, all last year. Blue Jays and the Rays, I think they can flip-flop. I think the Rays are going to be a very solid team again this year. Blue Jays should be solid as well. Move on to the AL Central. We have the Twins winning that one at 88. Guardians uh, splitting that with 88, White Sox 79, Tigers at 65, Royals at 62. Now, these are the projections that the MLB Facebook page gave. Uh, I could see the Twins winning the division. They get Correa back. Is he going to be 100% healthy? They got some other big bats in that lineup. They can be successful. The Guardians, Jose Ramirez is a stud. We all know Jose Ramirez, what he can do. White Sox, there's the same thing every year. You know, they win a lot of games, have some good players, and they kind of just fall off towards the end of the season. Tigers and Royals, I don't think there's a chance there. I don't even know. Tigers have Javi Baez, so you'll see a lot of playmaking, a lot of highlight reel top plays in the middle of the infield. That'll be fun to watch. But other than that, I don't see them winning that many games. Let's move on to the AL West. AL West, we have the Astros at 95 wins, the Angels at 86 wins, the Mariners at 82, Rangers at 78, and Athletics finish in that division at 65 wins. I think the Astros do win. Uh, 95 sounds legitimate for them. They're they're returning a, p- a powerhouse. Should be a heavy contender for the for the World Series again this year. The Angels and Mariners. I think they're going to be closer than uh, four games. I think the Angels will have you know the, all the hype with Otani and 
Mike Trout being healthy again. He's playing in the World Baseball Classic. He's looking good so far. Um, the Mariners, they got again, they're a team that can be surprising. They can win some games, maybe make a wild card spot and make a make a playoff run. The Rangers, of course, they're going to get some more wins with J- Jacob DeGrom coming over, Nathan Eovaldi. They're going to have a good pitching rotation. But what can their bats do? What, what will their bats be able to do? It would be a fun thing to watch this season. The Athletics, you know, they're, they're rebuilding. They're in the rebuild, so they will definitely finish last in their division. Uh, they got rid of Murph, Olsen, uh, some other key – Key bats in that lineup, so it'll be fun to see what their young talent can do in these in these uh, heavy pressure games for them this season. Let's move forward to the NL West. They have the Dodgers winning at 96, Padres at 93, Giants at 81, Diamondbacks 74, and Rockies finishing off at 64 wins. Here it is, guys. The Dodgers do not win the division. They have lost too much. The Padres they have loaded up. They're ready to go. The Padres win the division and and break the streak that the Dodgers have currently. Uh, I'm even betting that the Giants may be closer to the Dodgers here, uh, but I do not see the Dodgers winning the division, even though uh, you know they're going to be a favorites. So they've lost a lot, a lot on that team. They lost Trey Turner, uh, Bellinger is you know Kershaw questions with Kershaw is his last year. I mean uh, Justin Turner, big guy who's been a part of that team. They got a lot they're going to be missing. So I do think the addition of Bogarts. Tatis Jr. coming back healthy for the Padres. I think they're going to be too much firepower for that division, and they'll win that division. NL Central, uh, the page had the Brewers at 88, Cardinals at 86, Cubs at 77, Pirates at 71, Reds at 67. I like these projections here. I think the Cardinals win the division just because of the duo of uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado. I think they're going to be solid. The Brewers are going to be a good team, but I do think the Cardinals win that division. Cubs, I like to see what they'll do with Dansby Swanson coming over. Uh, they got rid of a lot of their firepower, too. They let Contreras walk to the Cardinals. So the Cardinals will be a fun team to watch this year for sure. And finally, the NL East. They have the Mets winning at 96, the Braves at 91, Phillies 89, Marlins 80, and Nationals at 61. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, the Mets are not going to win the division. They're going to play good all year. They're going to choke it just like they do every single year. My Braves, diehard Braves fan here, here in Braves country, they're going to win the division. It's going to be a close race. They're not going to win it by much. The Phillies are going to be loaded. I think you're going to have the Braves winning it, the Phillies right behind them making a, a playoff spot, and the Mets right there in third place, followed by the Marlins and the Nationals. I think the Braves are just too loaded. I think Ronald Cunha Jr. is coming back healthy. Ozzie Albies will be back healthy. The additions of, of uh, Murphy coming over from the A's uh, behind the dish to pair up with Darno. Uh, we get a full season of Michael Harris. We get to see what Vaughn Grissom can do at a bigger role. It's going to be a fun team to watch down here in Braves country, and it's super excited to watch to see what these Braves can do to see if they can try to get back to that World Series caliber of a team they had two years ago. Um, that's all the baseball topic I want to have on it right now, other than some of the World Baseball Classic that I watched last night. I was able to watch some of the U.S. play. Schwarber hit a massive bomb uh, to help put that game away. I think the U.S. is going to be a strong run in this World Baseball Classic and have a chance to repeat as champions. It's going to be super fun to watch. But, guys, baseball is here. It's back, and it's super exciting. And on this show, it's not going to be all baseball-related. You know, being from Alabama, you know, we love football down here. I'm going to talk a lot about football, not just Alabama football, Auburn football. You know, I'm a, I'm a BYU guy. I'm a big BYU fan, so I'll be breaking down some BYU topics on here. 
I'm going to be breaking down some NFL topics on here, just like the breaking news that we had today of the Miami Dolphins trading for Jalen Ramsey for basically nothing. They give up a third-round pick and a, and a backup tight end for a star-studded Jalen Ramsey to help fill that uh, that defensive role. Bringing in Vic Fangio, they're going to be a fun team to watch, and I'll talk more on NFL here soon. But I just wanted to wrap this show up today. I want to appreciate all those that – and we're able to tune in this week and listen. I have a Facebook page created at the Battlefield Sports Talk. Please go like and follow. Comment on there some stuff that you'd like me to talk about. Uh, it's something I'm looking forward to doing uh, when I have the time to do. This will not be something that's going to be a everyday type thing or every week type thing. It's going to be when I get to it. I got a uh, coaching two two young little league teams this year, and um, so it'll be a fun year to try to be able to break down those type of topics on this show as well. But also, I'd like to thank all of you again for tuning in to the battlefield. We'll see you next time.